0: I hate to start out the show on a negative note, but I just have to vent a little bit because you know what really just drives me crazy? Like probably one of my top three workplace pet peeves. Uh,
1: This is going to be good considering you're only working with about six people right now. Right.
0: Um, I hate when somebody gives you a correction on something and then puts a smiley face on it. Like that to me is the most condescending, rude, obnoxious thing ever. And it happened to me this week and I wanted to explode.
1: uh, But aren't they just trying to take the edge off? Like why is that?
0: You don't need to take the edge off. Just say, hey, a reminder to do this. And then that's all you have to do. But the little like smiley face makes it so condescending and rude. I, I hate it.
1: I can see that. But uh, is the person who does it, would you consider them generally speaking condescending and rude? Or do you think?
0: I don't know them very well, which makes me think they're condescending and rude.
1: Oh, okay. Because I w- I could see myself doing that because I hate having to correct people. So if I had to say to somebody, hey, do A, B, and C instead of one, two, and 3 I might throw a smiley face in there to be like, but we're cool.
0: I think we outlaw the smiley face. I think the way to do it is to like bring up something else personal, but this person doesn't know me at all. So what they could have said is, Hey, I remind you to do X, Y, and Z, which by the way, I do do what they ask me to do. I just don't do it right when they think I should.
1: Oh, so this is actually, I bet a lot of people are dealing with this. I'm assuming that this is one of the gazillion people who you, who are working from home and they're contacting you.
0: So it's not, but it's someone It's like, since we're doing all the social distancing, it's someone that I don't see.
1: Right. Same thing. Like, like, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't see. Um, but I see enough to where they could have said something to me in person and they didn't, they Got just it. left me a note saying, Hey, do this smiley face. And I'm like, Okay. First of all, has it ever been a problem when I left the building? No, because I take care of it every day. I just don't do it when I'm busy. Right. So keep your smiley face to yourself.
1: Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. And I hope that this episode of The Upside can turn your mood around. Winky face.
2: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
0: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome
1: back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful that we spotted a chipmunk on our front door, front porch, whatever the front patio is. Because last year, Lily murdered one, and we thought they would never come back.
0: Lily murdered one that used to sit on our fence like every day and watch us record, and it was so cute. You don't
1: know if it was the same one. It
0: was the same one. And then Lily murdered it, and we never saw another chipmunk after that. And today, I saw a baby one. So maybe it just doesn't know. It hasn't heard the rumors about Lily. But I can tell you one thing, like not letting Lily out on that patio.
1: Oh, no, that patio is off Lily limits. It is yeah. for
0: the chipmunks. And I don't think I think that she the- would probably do it again. Like, I don't think I think it's just her instincts. We Lily's sister, like Lily's literal litter mate. Um, I found the woman who adopted her on Instagram or Instagram friends. And like once a week, that owner will post she lives in the country something like about a, an animal like, massacre.
1: Here, here, here's a possum. I brought it to your doorstep because I love you so much. Here's a dead possum. She's
0: a killer. So it's in her blood. Lily is a killer this week. Her sister Caicos killed two baby raccoons last week. It was rabbits. She's just their hunters. So. raccoons,
1: or I thought it was possums this week.
0: Oh, sorry. Possums. Yeah. Baby oh. possums
1: The And the, the reason we're not going to let Lily out on the front patio is because it's small So no animal can get a head start in the backyard. Lily thinks every time her optimism is amazing because we open that back door and she thinks this is the time that she's going to get the squirrel. And it's
0: not going to happen. It's
1: never going to happen. Those squirrels, now at this point, they know how fast she runs. So they don't even really scurry up the tree. They know they've got until she gets halfway across the yard before they just can <laughs> leap up and be gone. And and it drives Lily insane. Yeah. it's great. So you keep doing you squirrels. I appreciate you torturing our little murder dog.
0: My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for ice water.
1: Um, something that we haven't touched on yet uh, this month, but is, is really important is that may is mental health awareness month. And if you've listened to this show for even five episodes, you know that that's something super important to both Callie and I.
0: Yeah. We, um, have individually been going to therapy for quite a while. I have been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. And even though I am pregnant, I am being treated, um, by my doctor and my psychiatrist, uh, for anxiety during my pregnancy. So it's something that is really at the forefront of my mind right now. It always is, but particularly right now. And um, we're not shy about it.
1: Yeah, we want to talk about it and share our experiences uh, going to therapy and trying different medicines and and trying different treatments. Because the, the thing is that's so bizarre to me is if you fall off your bike and you break your arm. You don't just try to power through it or you don't think, oh, it'll fix itself. Just give it time. You go to the The hospital and they put a cast, they take an x-ray and then they put a cast on it, right? if you wake up one day and you've, you're, you're having, you know, whatever, trouble breathing or your stomach hurts or something like that, maybe you give it a day or two. Mm-hmm. Say, Oh, let's see what this is. And then when it doesn't go away, you go to the doctor and you say, Hey, my stomach's been hurting for three days. It's
0: uncomfortable. Yeah. And you don't want to sit in your own discomfort. No one does.
1: And the doctor will, t- will do this and that and this and that and push and tug and pull and whatever. And be like, Oh my gosh, we got to get your appendix out. And then that happens. And then you're, you're, better. Yeah. Mental health, for whatever reason, when when people are faced with the reality that they might be diagnosable with something like anxiety or depression or whatever it might be, they are like, well, let me just see if I can just power through it.
0: And that's such a, it's interesting because Jeff and I are from kind of not polar opposite sides of growing up on this, but um, for me in my house, I grew up in a house where if you have an issue, okay, no problem. Let's find a therapist, talk it out, do the whole thing. Jeff wasn't even familiar with therapy, probably went until your thirties. Until my thirties, yeah.
1: And I was actually the person up until my mid thirties who said, I don't know why anybody goes to therapy. It doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) If you are struggling with something, why don't you just sort it out in your brain? And then I went to therapy and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest. (laughs) And I've been going for 10 years now, over 10 years.
0: And it's kind of like, I think the biggest fears, and you could tell me if you remember your pre-therapy days, because it was seriously so common in my house growing up. But I think the fears are one that you're going to be judged. Like it's a judge judgy zone where they're like, well, you really shouldn't be behaving that way. Or you really shouldn't, whatever. Uh, it's not the way at all. Right. And I think another, um, like misconception is that you have to go into therapy knowing what you're doing and having a road. Like you have to take the therapist a roadmap. That is totally false.
1: It's just like, um, using the, the doctor examples from earlier. Like if you break your arm, Right. You know that your arm's busted and you're going to go into the doctor and they're going to have to do an x-ray and they got to, to put a cast on it. But if you just all of a sudden start having stomach pains and it's getting worse and worse and worse and it gets really uncomfortable, you don't go to the doctor and say, I think my appendix needs to come out. You go to the doctor and say, I have this got re- hurts. this hurts right down here. And then the doctor's like, Well, what have you eaten? Uh, when does it hurt? Does it hurt more in the morning? Does it and then asks you a series of questions? And from that says, Well, it's likely that your appendix needs to come out. Let me do some more tests. That's exactly how therapy is. You go in and you tell them what hurts, your therapist. You and you tell your therapist what hurts. And then they ask you questions about how bad it hurts and when it hurts more and when you first mm-hmm. noticed it. And just like a stomach ache, then through conversation, they're able to find out why there's pain and how to get rid of the pain.
0: I don't know if you've ever heard um, a motivational speaker, but if you're someone that has never been to therapy and you've been to a motivational speaker and there's like a pivotal point where a light bulb goes off and you're like, huh? okay, so simple, right? so important. How have I not known this my whole life? I'm going to take that with me when I go. And that's what therapy is like all the time. I have light bulb moments where I'm like, okay, she's not going to be able to handle this one. And then she says something to me and I'm like, huh, did not see that that way before. And then suddenly your world has changed. So anyways, Jeff and I are super open about it. I think we were talking a little bit about mental health during this time also, because I think it's really easy to be dismissive of really deep mental health issues um, when stuff like this is going on. But I think actually the coronavirus thing, that can be a trigger for stuff that's already going on.
1: Right. And it could magnify it. And so you might be struggling with something that could be treated with a, with a doctor, with therapy, with medication, with something like that, you could be struggling. Um, but you might be dismissing it because we're all struggling with stuff right now. So I would encourage you, if it feels it, whatever it is, if it feels overwhelming and compare it. I'll go back to the stomach thing and the regular doctor compare it to something else. Like if you have a stomach ache that you think about every single day and prevents you from falling asleep at night and changes your eating habits because you can't eat anything and keep it down because your stomach hurts so bad, then that those are all going to be signs for you to go to see a doctor, right? If you're unable to sleep at night, If you're not able to focus on anything other than your anxiety, or your sadness or whatever. Or you
0: can't give like a hundred percent to your family or your friends because of something that's just looming over you. Maybe it's stress. Maybe for me, it was so silly, but I was so fixated on time and being late for things that I would completely zone out of conversations and stuff like that. Cause I was looking at my clock every five
1: seconds. Um, here's some symptoms of anxiety from prevention magazine. I just did a quick Google on these. This was from this month's the mental health awareness month prevention magazine. Uh, if you have any of these symptoms, you might have anxiety, like diagnosable anxiety without knowing it. If you're not familiar with
0: diagnosed.
1: Yeah. GAD generalized anxiety disorder. What up? You down with GAD? Yeah. You know me, (laughs) uh, sweating shaking, feeling dizzy. Your heart is beating fast. Migraine type headaches. Um, waking up with shoulder or neck tension is an indication that while you're asleep at night, you're all like tensed up. That's a
0: symptom for you, right?
1: uh Uh-huh. Yep. Not sleeping at all. Anything like that could be anxiety. And so, and then the second question we're going to get is, well, how do I find a therapist? Um, Start with recommendations from friends. If you have any friends who go to therapy and are open about it, ask them. Two, if you are fortunate enough to have good medical insurance, Mm -hmm. start there and and see if there's somebody available. And uh, three, one of our ad partners this month is BetterHelp, and they are able to match you up with a therapist who can Virtually. virtually. who can talk to you from wherever you are, so you don't have to go into an office, which right
0: is really nice and also a time saver.
1: Yeah. So uh, BetterHelp.com/slash upside for them. But anyways, we'll touch on mental health awareness um, a few times this month. Just know that neither Kelly nor I are doctors, or
0: we're not doctors. We're people that have it, people that feel it, people that openly talk about it. And um, mental health doesn't mean you are a mental person. It means that
1: you're a healthy person. You're a healthy
0: person. So mental health just as important, if not more important, in my opinion, than
1: physical health. All right. Let's say thank you so much to the advertising partners who are supporting our show this week and making all of this possible
0: you should not be bored by your bedroom. You should walk into your bedroom every single time and feel a sense of peace and feel like it's a happy space where you can really get some rest. Well, if you need to breathe new life into your bedroom, it does not have to be a huge, crazy expense with a giant makeover. It can be as easy as getting new sheets and a new duvet cover. We recently did that and our old bedding was fine, but our dogs sleep with us every night. It was really ratty. There were holes everywhere everywhere. It just, it needed to go. It was time for a refresh. And I am so glad that we chose Linen to do our little refresh. We got great sheets. We got an awesome duvet cover. And now every time I walk in my bedroom, no matter what I'm doing during the day, I feel an automatic sense of peace. I love our bedroom so much right now. You can get 10% off your first order and free shipping. When you use the promo code upside at brooklennon.com. that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com promo code upside. And that's going to get you 10% off your first order plus free shipping.
1: Therapy and counseling with BetterHelp is just like a real in-person therapist. You're just going to meet over the phone or via video chat or even text. Everything you share is going to be confidential. Um, Everything is going to be professional, of course. And the therapists and the counselors that they pair you up with are legit therapists and counselors who specialize in everything from anxiety to stress to depression to anger to grief, to trauma, whatever you're dealing with, they've got somebody who can help you through it. And you take an online quiz to help them match you with the therapist that you'll be seeing. And if you don't like that therapist, they'll swap you out with somebody else. Not a big deal. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time, and you can usually start therapy within 24 hours all without ever having to go to a doctor's office or sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. Go to betterhelp.com upside. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. You'll save 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com upside.
0: One of my favorite things about having ad partners on the show is when they give us their product to try. And we love it so much that we replace everything with that product. And that's happened with us and Bomba socks. It is the sock I wear every day, you know, with like my cute tennis shoes to work. Um, and they're the lightweight no-shows are the ones that I am obsessed with. And I have started replacing all of my socks with Bombas because they're comfortable. They're easy to wear. I don't even notice I'm wearing socks when I'm wearing them, which is so nice because I don't have to worry about pulling them up all day. And you know what that feels like. It's just a pain. I also wear them to to work out. And I am not looking back. Here's a great thing about Bombas. For every pair of socks we buy, they're going to donate a pair of socks to someone in need. And you're like, well, someone in need of socks? Like, Is that a thing? It's a huge thing. And actually, socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. Bombas has donated 34 million pair of socks and counting. Right now, you can give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas dot com slash upside.
1: Here are my three random things for today. And I'm going to start off with a controversy with something that the mainstream media has been shoving down our throats for years. And it's all a lie. It's fake news. Uh Oh, you ready for this?
0: I hate that term, but yes, go ahead.
1: A lot of companies will put the phrase dry, clean only on their products, not because the clothing requires dry cleaning in order to get clean, but because that shifts the liability from the company to the user and to the dry cleaner.
0: Wow.
1: Yep. Interesting. So so they don't want to be responsible if you put it in a washing machine and it shrinks, you put it in a washing machine and it doesn't, you know, whatever. They want it to be either your fault or the dry cleaner's fault. So they put dry clean only because if you don't take it there.
0: Jerry Seinfeld has a great um, bit about dry cleaning and how it's the only label that Americans follow. And that is so true. Like it's the only <laughs> yes. warning label. We're like, you know, we're smoking, we're drinking, we're whatever. Right. And then when somebody goes to put something dry clean only in the wash, you're like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no it's dry clean only.
1: Right. Like you can't. But like, it's so true. Like I like one whole side of a pack of cigarettes is devoted to a.
0: You're going to die.
1: Don't smoke these or you'll die a horrible death. And people <laughs> smoke away. Right. Right. But they buy a shirt that says dry clean only, and there's not a chance that it'll get near a washing machine.
0: Not a chance.
1: Uh, according to uh, the, I don't even know who did this study. I'm going to send you, the, It's a. this is a long article, Callie, so I'll send you the link and you can put it in the show notes. Um, but, oh, it's from a website called The Laundress. Apparently, it's an entire website devoted to fabric care, And... You would know about that site. Jeff is
0: like surprisingly very into laundry and like stains and stuff.
1: I will tell you, I did not know about this site. Somebody sent it to me and I became fascinated. You like it? it. Yeah.
0: I wonder if they have an Instagram account.
1: Uh, So one way to launder your dry clean only garments at home is to hand wash them. You can do this in a bathroom sink or a kitchen sink. Yeah.
0: So that means literally hand wash. That doesn't mean delicate.
1: Or you can put them in a... The washing machine, if you want, on the on that super
0: delicate.
1: Delicate. Like some washing. Is that machines, the same
0: thing though when it says hand wash? Is hand wash and delicate interchangeable?
1: Uh maybe
0: you should look it up on the laundress.
1: Well, it says using the washing machine, it's possible to safely some wash, it's safe possible to safely wash some dry clean only garments in the washing machine, as long as the machine has an express setting. Express. <laughs> so I guess that would be like our washing machine. Has a setting that says hand wash. It doesn't say delicate. Yeah, delicates. I think the newer ones do. Um, the at-home dry cleaning kits. Have you seen these where it's like a bag? Like the dry L. Yeah. Yeah. They don't work.
0: Oh, I've never used one. I was always too scared. I think my mom used to use that though.
1: All they do is they freshen it up, but they won't get like good stains and stuff out. So I'll set put this link in here, but I thought that was right there. I mean, I, I, I see the controversies on Facebook and I know. That, you know, there's a lot of debate going on right now about what's real and what's fake. But that right there, that's what should be on Facebook. Try clean only. <laughs> uh, you can earn $1,000. And I'll give, Callie, I'll give you this link also for the show notes. Um, You can earn $1,000 to host virtual brunches with your best friend. There's a company that compares different um, tech services and they want somebody to fill out an application form. I'll, I'll send you the, the link and host brunch with your friends, three different brunches on three different platforms, like, like one maybe on Zoom, mm-hmm. one on you know whatever, and uh, then write a review of which one was best and which one was worse and, and why for the website. They'll pay you $1,000 to do that. Um, The website is whistleout.com. And then finally, my third of the three random things is next time for fun, you're on a Zoom call with a group of people, ask everyone to stand up.
0: That's funny.
1: The people who refuse are not wearing pants. Men are 3 times more likely to skip pants during work from home video calls compared to women um but 47 people 47% of people do not wear pants during calls You know the really calls.
0: weird thought that I just had Okay so if you're working from home do HR rules apply in the same way? Because if you, if your boss asks you to stand up at work, that's like major HR violation.
1: No, it wouldn't be. So
0: is like if you, you know, accidentally send somebody like a video of you doing something bad, like
1: uh, not like not wearing pants.
0: Right. Or but, so what happens if like someone's in the bathroom, like with their phone on during a conference call? You know what I mean? Like those are things that would get you in trouble with HR in a normal world, but like in the Zoom world. You know, like it's definitely an HR rule. I feel like HR people right now are pulling their hair out over all this stuff because it's so unprecedented.
1: Do There's you know, like, do you think this would be a question that only HR departments could answer? Um, and we'll completely respect your anonymity if you want to send us to us in writing or if you want to call us at 800-434-5454. Have HR people had to deal with Zoom or Zoom-type conflicts? Like, I try to do a meeting. We're supposed to have a meeting every morning at 8 o'clock with the whole team. And Callie's always on there. And her dogs are barking in the background. And she won't mute. She's not muting. Can you talk to her? Or I know that Jeff's not wearing pants. I mean, I haven't seen anything or whatever, but he never stands up. Like everybody else is stand up, move around and everything. He never stands up. He's not wearing pants. It just bothers me.
0: So to HR people, are you investigating
1: have you had to, Zoom
0: HR issues? Have you had
1: to address Zoom etiquette issues? That would so be funny. fantastic.
0: I want to go back to something that we started to talk about a couple of days ago and then never finished it because you and I like to talk <laughs> weird. Um, I think that you know, I I don't know about you. I get a lot of DMs from people who are either have gotten fired, laid off, furloughed, uncertain what their current job holds or whatever. And I think there's a lot of people feeling that way right now, whether they're still employed or they're not. And I wanted to talk to you about your reflections on the past year, like, because a year ago, things were so uncertain and you were sitting in that place of uncertainty. So I want to know What you can share with everyone about a year life, a year after getting fired, what you've learned about you, what you've learned kind of about even the process of getting fired. Because I think when that first happened, we were like, oh my gosh, it's this embarrassing, crazy thing, which turned out to not be true. So what have you learned? Like, what have you learned in the past year?
1: The advice that I would, the number one piece of advice I would give to anybody facing any type of job uncertainty is this, if, and this is a big, if, because it might not like you might've gotten fired or furloughed or, or laid off or whatever, and felt nothing but pure panic, right? You may have completely freaked out, but if some part of you was like, okay, this is a chance for a new start. I didn't like that job anyways. I was too qualified for what they were making me do. I wasn't making enough money. Whatever. If, if one part of you felt some sense of relief from that separation, hold really tightly onto that because I will tell you that when I got fired, my immediate, I, re, I very clearly remember walking down the stairs because I, I took the stairs out of the building, um, kind of symbolically when I left. Cause what I would mean, al- symbolically, I always took the stairs on Friday rather than take the elevator mm-hmm. down out the building. I just would take the stairs on Friday. I don't know why. And so I was like, this is like a Friday, even though it was, you know, I think Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is my, you know, last show of the week. I'm going to take the stairs. And I could almost feel myself getting lighter, the lower I got down the five s- floors, Because I knew as scary as it was, it was the right decision for all involved, right? Like I knew that this was going to be a good thing for me on some basis because I knew a change was good for me. So if you have, if any part of you um, felt a glimmer of this is going to be a good thing or this, I needed this. Really, really, really hold on to that um, kind of as your life, ra- life raft through the uncertainty. Um, that's number one. Number two, don't be embarrassed, especially now. I mean, my gosh, the world is upside down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're like we're like one of those um, snow globes that yeah. you get when you go on vacation. And, yeah. and some giant has picked up the snow globe for 2020 and has been shaking it since January yes. 1st. So don't, there's no reason to be embarrassed. There's no reason to feel shame. There's no reason to blame yourself. It happened. So move on. Um, And it
0: happens to a lot of people.
1: It happens to a lot of people and it's happening to a lot of people right now. And then for me personally, I have learned and I can feel myself still learning this every single day that everything truly does happen for a reason And as difficult as it is to trust the process of it happening. And I know, um, you know, I was lucky with with my separation because I had um, a couple extra months of pay coming. And so I was very fortunate. It would have been much more difficult to do that had... My next paycheck by my last paycheck, you know mm-hmm. what i mean um if so if you're in that situation, try, but I don't know how realistic this is, but if you are in a in a situation where you can trust that you will come out on the other side of this stronger and better and in a better place, you will like that's that's I'm a person who likes to control everything, I'm a person who likes to um direct everything and have everything go the way it should. And so getting fired disrupts all of that. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And I didn't have the opportunity to do that. So I just kind of trusted it and it all worked out.
0: Did anything surprise you? Um, Like, Is there anything now that before you got fired, you'd be like, oh, no way. Or I would definitely feel like this, that you were kind of surprised by going through the process and then picking yourself up and getting back on your feet again.
1: My, This might sound like such a cynical thing to say, but I think if I ever went back to a job, like a job job, not working with you, like whether it's a radio station or a nine to five or some job, um, there will be a very clear line for me between real friends and work friends. That was surprising to me. What do you mean? Like, well, I got burned so badly by somebody I considered a friend mm -hmm. that I just, that separation to me would be very like, I,
0: you know, we've talked about this before. I don't have, like, I have people, I have like one or two work friends, but I don't have a lot of friends at work and it used to kind of bother me. And now I'm like, you know what? I feel like it makes again, this sounds cynical coming from me too, but it kind of makes things way less complicated Yeah, because it's not as personally involved and intermingled and tangled and it just is straight up
1: business. Yeah. And I think I would take more care to allow that, to, to put that in there. So, um,
0: cause there is a hard part, especially if you're in a leadership role anywhere with wanting people to like you wanting them to think that they're your friend right that's hard
1: um, and I will tell you that the the guy at the last radio station I was at who um, everybody jokes that he knows everybody because he was the general manager but nobody knows him because he never hung out with anybody after like he wasn't anybody's buddy he was when he's at he's the, the, the office, he's engaged with everybody. Everybody's cool friends. Like he would come to, like, if he had like an event or something, like he would come and be supportive, but he's was never the guy at five o'clock. If everybody was going to get a beer. He,
0: and now in retrospect, we're like, huh, smart,
1: really smart. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but if, if this is you, man, I know it looks bleak, 'Cause so many people are out of work and it's and and it's gonna be tough right now, probably finding a new job. But if if you can if you can use the forced shift of getting fired as your life raft, do it. Cause that's what I did. And it worked out well for me.
0: Name that noise is pretty simple. We record a noise and you try to guess it. Well, it sounds simple, but we've been going on over a week now and no one's guessed it right. But today, Wendy is up.
1: Now, if uh, we get, hello? Oh, if, if she does not guess it, I'm giving a clue out.
0: No pressure, Wendy. Everyone wants a clue. Hello? Hey, Wendy, it's Callie and Jeff. Hi! Hi! How are you? <laughs> I am great. How are you?
1: We are good. It's worth noting that the person who won round one of Name That Noise was named Wendy.
4: So <laughs> I I can only hope to be that lucky. <laughs> the,
1: the pressure, no pressure
0: to live up to your name. Yeah. <laughs> like winner Wendy. Yes. Winner Wendy. Yep feeling good about it so have you listened to the sound over and over how confident are you feeling or are you a Um, listen once got it kind of person well I I listen to it
4: every day when you play it so I've heard it a few times and um when I got the text today I played it for my son a few times and he's he feels confident that I know it me not so much
0: (laughs) how old is your son He is 13, almost 14.
1: I love it. Does he have a guess also? Because it would be terrible if he ended up being right with his guess and you ended up being wrong and you went with your guess.
4: (laughs) If he had a guess, I would go with his.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, he
4: he seems to like my guess. So we'll, we'll go with it.
1: (laughs) <laughs> All right, Wendy, uh, we'll play the sound for you one more time. You'll get to guess. If you get it right, congratulations. You got yourself hundred bucks and an Amazon Echo. If you get it wrong, we're going to give out a clue and you can still participate. And so can your son. All you got to do is um, text every 24 hours. And that's where we pick the, the contestants from. So are you ready to hear? Awesome. Are you ready to hear the sound? I'm ready. All right, here we go.
0: All right, Wendy. Name that noise. Okay, is it
4: you spinning the wheel of a pizza cutter that's a little bit more rickety?
1: So, like a, um, like like uh, what do you mean a pizza cutter? Like a, like roll, a roll a roller? You know, or-
4: like yeah, like like it's you. has got a handle and a wheel. Got it. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. And I like that you throw the word rickety in there. Because well,
4: yes, because I've got a I've got a pretty solid pizza cutter now, but you know, a while ago I had one that was actually pretty rickety and so it would kind of make that noise when <laughs> you would roll, you know, cut the pizza.
1: <laughs> got it. All right. Uh, Wendy, well, that is a very good guess. The detail is outstanding and you have upheld the honor of the Wendy, that is the right answer. Shut
0: up. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. I didn't know. You know what, Wendy? This has brought to my attention that maybe I need a new pizza cutter. (laughs) because <laughs> i did not know yeah maybe maybe so oh my gosh my my son is jumping up and down waving his arms around right now He's so are so you excited. gonna split the are you gonna split the hundred bucks with him oh maybe i should you're asking <laughs> if i should split
1: the hundred dollars with you <laughs> i um,
0: can't believe that was it i uh, would yeah. never would have guessed that
1: here's um i'm
0: i'm I'm floored! I can't believe
1: I got it. Here's what's so funny about this, Uh, Wendy. Is the day, the day, like after, like two days after we first played this sound and we were starting to get contestants, um, we we made quesadillas, and I (laughs) and I took this out and cut the quesadillas with it, and it made the noise. And I looked at Callie. And you didn't even flinch. You didn't even look up. But here's the, uh, this is the pizza cutter from our kitchen. Here we go. I'm going to try to duplicate it.
0: (laughs) That is so funny.
4: Well, you know, what's funny is I got my pizza cutter out and I was, you know, making in the noise.
0: And my son was like, yeah, I, I think that definitely could be it. Yep. Like, yeah, sometimes i yeah, w- like, it was just a little bit, you know, rickety. I was convinced it was like you dropping chocolate chips into a glass bowl or something. Oh, really? Um, but, yeah, you know what really stinks is the next Wendy that plays with us is going to have, like, really, <laughs> really a lot of pressure.
1: Congratulations, Wendy. Thank you. Great job uh, keeping the honor of the Wendy alive.
4: Hey, I feel really, I mean... What can I say? It's all in the name.
1: <laughs> and um, what's your... What? You
4: know, just, just saying, maybe Wendy's a good name for Baby Dollar if it's a girl. Oh, there, there you go. go.
1: What's, um, <laughs> what's your son's name? Gavin. Gavin. Wendy and Gavin, congratulations.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside.
1: Callie, the big question is now, do we continue with Name That Noise or are you done with it?
0: I think we take a poll on our Facebook group. Okay. So let t bird post a poll and you can listen to the show. Cause I get mixed stuff. I get some people that are so into it. And then I got one yesterday that was like, just so you know, I fast forward that part every day during your show, which by the way, is not a problem. That's the great thing about podcasts. If you don't like a segment, you can fast forward right through it. It doesn't impact us at all and you can listen to what you love.
1: So we'll do a poll and then we'll decide we could poll for the next couple days and then we'll see if it comes back next week. Yeah. Okay. Are you bummed that you didn't get it?
0: No, I'm really impressed with Wendy. I thought for sure that was not it. When she said that, I was like,
1: nope. Nope, exactly right. Congratulations, Wendy. Hi, Jeff.
2: Hi, Callie. Just wanted to call and let you know, I just got done listening to episode 255, where you brought up the folks who missed The Office and the sounds, and that there's an app out there for that. So I paused the episode and went out to go listen to it. I missed The Office Sound app. Um, Those are the kind of sounds I actually don't miss at The Office. There's these icons that you can click on, and there's people chewing. And chewing very loudly and people walking on hardwood floors, it sounds like, very loudly. Those are not the kind of office sounds that I miss, but you have the option to click those up, but I just found that to be one of the most bizarre apps I've ever listened to, so I just had to call in and comment. Thanks. I hope you all have a good day.
1: Bye. Take five minutes today and go to take of.com. Take their online quiz, answer some questions about your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle and care of is going to recommend a list of vitamins and supplements specifically for you, for your health needs, for your health goals. Look, we've all done it. We've all gone to the drugstore, the grocery store, or one of those holistic stores and stood in front of the vitamins and been overwhelmed. And maybe you even dove in, you're like, I'm going to do this and you buy five, six, six, eight different jars of different vitamins, they all run out at different times. It's so much to manage and you just give up. Care of takes all of that off the table and it makes it so easy for you to manage your health with vitamins and supplements. You take the quiz, the vitamins and supplements are delivered right to your house and then they are packaged in little daily packets. All you do is open the packet. That's it. No jars, no nothing. And you can get 50% off right now by going to TakeCareOf.com and using the promo code UPSIDE50. That's 50% off taking control of your health by going to TakeCareOf.com and using the code UPSIDE50.
3: Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Mary. And I have been watching your Instagram all day. And I'm so excited that everything went well with the new doctor. And I just happen to be catching up on old episodes where you're so scared about everything with the pregnancy and I can totally relate to that. And I feel like it does get easier, but at the same time I held my breath after my miscarriage. I have a one-year-old girl now perfectly healthy, but every appointment I held my breath until I saw the baby or I heard a heartbeat. So I feel like it's totally normal to be traumatized. You suffered, a, a miscarriage it's a loss such a, a just a terrible feeling and i think it's totally normal that you're having these feelings now through this pregnancy but i'm so happy for you and i'm praying for you guys i'm praying for that baby and you are doing great mama love you guys love the show hey kelly and jeff this is kim I had to pause today's episode
5: because Callie was talking about how there is no way she would get on the cruise ship in August. Well, I just told somebody the other day that even if cruise lines were offering a cruise where you could share a cabin with Idris Elba, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Michael Strahan, Jason Momoa, or both Hemsworth brothers, you could not get me on a cruise ship. Love you guys. Have a wonderful day.
2: Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Joy. I live in Atlanta. I work at Piedmont Hospital. Um, I just wanted to thank you so much for everything that you're doing and the Upside community for the healthcare providers, all the shout outs, the food deliveries, all of that has just been amazing. So thank you for that. Um, Callie, I wanted to thank you for your recommendation to Mojave Restaurant in Sandy Springs. You are right. The margaritas are fantastic. Um, The food is really good. We met the owner, Miguel, who is just such a kind soul and and a really good spirit. Um, So really great experience there. Love what you guys are doing. Thank you so much for the community. Um, Have a great day. Bye.
5: Jeff. I just was listening to 237 episode, and I had to call about the way that corporate America is scamming us. This has been bothering me for years about toothpaste tubes. Toothpaste tubes, it's like you you crack open a brand-new, fresh one. The toothpaste is at the very tip. You're looking at this full tube of toothpaste, and as you're using it, as a week goes by, all of a sudden, there's a giant burp of air coming out of the toothpaste tube. So they are pumping air to fill up the tube, and you're not getting all the toothpaste you think you're paying for. Every toothpaste company does it, so you're trapped. You have to accept this scam from corporate America that's, All I wanted to say, and I probably forgot to say my name, I'm Lori and I'm marking this down. Have a great day.
3: From time to time, you may stumble, fall. You will for sure have questions and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to find out what makes you come alive, you will be happy, successful, and you will make a difference in the world.